Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. We really have to talk about what is going on in politics. It is historic right now um, in the state of Minnesota. We have more women and women of color um, in the Senate than we have ever had before. History's been made. And we've had those... um, leaders on this show, both before and after they were elected. But now folks are getting sworn in and the celebration is, um, you know, over. That's, that stuff is short lived. It's time to get to work because the people of Minnesota want to know what our legislators, what our elected leaders, what those people who were parading into our churches and, and running these ads and knocking on our door and asking for our support are going to do to make our lives better. They got some extra money and that money needs to find its way into our businesses and and into our bank accounts. How how are they planning to use it? What are they going to do with it? I'm tired of finding out on the back end. So I got me a new insider and he's going to be joining me on the Shaletta show on a regular basis to keep us updated um, about all things political here in the state and nationally um, that are going to affect us. Brian McDaniel is joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. He is an attorney at Hilden Advocacy and Law. You may have seen him with me on Almanac on Friday nights on uh, Twin Cities Public Television, but he is here making his Shaletta Show debut. Brian, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. They said I'd never play the Shaletta Show. I've proved them all wrong. <laughs> You did. You did. You did. Thank you for being here. Now, the one thing that I love about you is when it comes to politics, and sometimes it's a little bit difficult to understand how it works for people who are not insiders. Um, You know, we, we see extra money in the budget. We think, okay, why can't you just fix the roads? Okay, why can't you just put some more plow trucks out there? Um, How how come you can't um, do the police reform we talked about? Uh, Why are my classrooms overcrowded? And uh, is there any way I can get a tax break? Um, But there are some processes and procedures that have to take place, and folks have to come together in order to make these things happen. Talk to me about the extra money that's in the budget and, you know, how, how this is going to play out. What do you see happening? Because I, I'm all about the money right now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of the kumbaya. Don't tell me about my rights and, and how things are going to get different and better. I, I'm looking for the financial gain for my family and others, especially when you tell me the government has a surplus. 
Well, and uh, the state of Minnesota, in a lot of ways, is doing a lot better than the average citizen of the state of Minnesota. Right now, state of Minnesota, we have an 18 billion, with, with a B, billion dollar surplus, which means that for the, the budgets that we have passed in the last couple of years, we have $18 billion more than we thought we would have. Now, that is a historic amount of money. Uh, when you look at, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I can remember when budgets were only, you know, $30 billion for the whole state. So to have $18 billion more, that's a massive amount of money. Now, that is not... <laughs> That is not the state's money. That's money that they've collected from us. So, mm. you know, so so for the state of Minnesota to have that money and to essentially not do anything with it is essentially taking money from us and then making us beg to get our money back either with tax cuts or rebates or investing in programs. So at the end of last year, you know, they were able to pass a small number of measures, but as we rolled into this uh, legislative session, we have, like I said, $18 billion. $12 billion of that is what we call one-time money. So that's not money that's going to come back every year. That's almost like, like with your paycheck. You, know, you get a paycheck every week, um, but mm-hmm. sometimes you get a bonus. That $12 billion is a bonus. We can spend that, um, but we can't spend it on ongoing programs. So to answer your question, how do we get that back into the people's pockets? It's it's a couple different ways. Uh, Governor Walls last year talked about rebate checks, and that was something. Okay. <laughs> One of the only things that Republicans and Democrats agreed on is that neither of them liked that. Um, <laughs> uh, now that doesn't mean that they're dead. The, the worst thing they did they called them Walls checks. Which, if they, oh. wouldn't have called them that, if they wouldn't have called them that, they probably would have happened. But you know, getting the people's money back to them—that's a priority of the governor. Um, it's a priority of the House and Senate as well, but on a much smaller scale. I think that the Republicans would like to do, uh, you know, probably some rebates, but also some tax relief. The Democrats mm-hmm. are definitely looking at investing in certain programs. Um, they would like to do a little bit of tax relief. Um, and also probably a small rebate. So I think that at the end of the day, there's so much money that they're going to be able to come to some um, agreements that probably, you know, you and I will be comfortable with. But it's going to be a little messy getting there. That's for sure. Okay. And that's the next thing I was going to ask you. We're looking at this whole Kevin McCarthy situation and people within their own parties aren't getting along. Democrats are at Republicans. Republicans are mad at Democrats. Um, Do you think they can actually come together to help the people that elected them? Well, I'm going to say yes with an if or no with a but. Um, Because here's what I'll say. I am, and I'm sure you are too, very sick of Republicans and Democrats barking at each other. They say the same stuff and nothing changes. However, what I like, I like Republicans yelling at each other. I like Democrats yelling at each other because that tells me that they're having thoughtful discussions. Because if everyone's just like, well, I'm red all the time or I'm blue all the time, well, that's mm. easy. 
I, I want there to be conservative Republicans and moderate Republicans. Once upon a time, that used to be a very common thing. I want there to be you know, progressive Democrats and conservative Democrats, because when you have different flavors of party members, you can have different types of coalitions. I would love to see. Now, my background comes from the Republican side. But what I tell people is, don't worry, I'm the best one. Uh, my, 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 my background <laughs> is more on the Republican side. Um, but, uh, but you know, right now, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's a little tough to watch what's becoming of, uh, of the party um, on the mm-hmm. national level. And uh, so Kevin McCarthy, you know, he did ultimately get the votes to be speaker. It took 15 ballots, which is the most ballots that it's taken in a century. But I think that's good because it means that, and even though it was the far right who was his main problem, and it was people mm-hmm. like Matt Gates and, and Lauren Bolbert, who I think should you know, crawl back into a cave somewhere because they're usually not helpful. But what it does is it, it, it highlights the differences between different types of Republicans. So it'll make more moderate Republicans and, and middle-of-the-road um, people be able to say, I'm, I, this is what I believe. I'm a Republican. I'm not that kind of Republican, but I'm the kind of Republican that you want to vote for. And we're going to see it with the Democrats as well. Mm. And, and so, you know, th- you made me ha- kind of rethink, um, you know, my initial thoughts about politicians um, not engaging in healthy debate. I, I want to dig a little bit deeper into that. And we're going to do that when we come back, talking to Brian McDaniel from Hilden Advocacy and Law on The Shaletta Show. Okay, he just messed my head up. And this is his first time on The Shaletta Show, but he's got me scratching my head and thinking. Because I have always believed that politicians arguing was a bad thing. I thought that they're supposed to be getting along and getting along with the people's business. But he says different. He is our guest today on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Brian McDaniel, attorney with Hilden Advocacy and Law. Okay, you, you got to you got to go down this rabbit hole with me, Brian, because you have <laughs> taken me there. Uh we're gonna put yep. some headlights on and we're gonna get around in this darkness. Because I have always thought, okay, if they're arguing, they are not getting along. They are not getting along with the people's business, they are not taking care of us. Um, they're too busy trying to prove their point. But you're saying that's not the case. Well, I mean, it's sometimes the case. But, I mean, I mean, I think intelligent debate on the political level is beautiful. It's the only way that, you know, the left and the right, that the people will ever kind of really come together. Because, you know, there are just certain things, you know, uh, Republicans and Democrats will look at a situation, and because of their lived experiences, they will see it differently. Now, if there's no debate, if there is no argument, then Republicans will just see it their way. Democrats will see it their way and kind of never the tween shall meet. But through the process of intelligent debate, you get to learn. You learn why does the other side think the way they do. Sometimes that's going to change your opinion or maybe even modify it. But um, even if it doesn't change your opinion, it's going to inform your opinion in a way that will lead you to the, to the point where you think, well, I can disagree with somebody without them being evil. 
And we've lost that in society. Um, anyone who kind of reaches across the aisle and works with the other side is yeah. accused by, by either the Republicans or the Democrats essentially of treason. Government. Can't oh, traitors! Sell way. out! Sell out! They call them a Absolutely. sell out. Was trending on Twitter yesterday. I couldn't figure out yeah, who they was and, talking about. And and, <laughs> and, and, and and part of the problem is, and you know, I'll, I'll first talk about this as a Republican, then 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 tie it in with a Democrat. Is you know, some time ago, Republicans kind of started mixing their religious views with their political views. Yeah. Now, yeah. now nobody should ever compromise their religious views. You have to compromise your political ones because mm-hmm. you have to trade a to get B because you value B more. And while the Democrats, sometimes it's not traditional religion, but sometimes it's you know environmentalism, it, it, it's other things that um, there's almost like a faith-based belief that yeah. what they think is right is right. And then there's no compromise. So you get activists yelling at each other, not politicians compromising. Oh, and I remember when that happened. I remember... Um when it was either you believe this way or that way. And um, if you don't believe this way, then you don't love God. And I was down in Texas when it happened. So, you know, it was real deep and thick um, at at that point. And and I started seeing a lot of African-Americans become Republicans. And I was like, what's going on? And they were like, oh, well, you know, if you're a Christian, you have to go over here because the Republicans, um, you know, this is part of the faith. And, and I was like, really? But, but, can we? I thought that we were supposed to separate that. Not that one doesn't have something to do with the other, but um, it, it's not equal in, in that way. And and that was um, for me a scary time. And and I, I'm I'm hoping have we moved away from that a little bit? Well, here's here's what here's what I hope. The, 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 this last election, you know, the Supreme Court, you know, overturned Roe versus Wade. That was not Republicans. That was the Supreme Court. But how Republicans reacted to it is why it ultimately had such a, a large bearing on the election. Now, mm-hmm. you know, Republicans, not all, but most are pro-life. And, um, you know, when, the, when, the, when the, the Supreme Court decision came down, the Dobbs decision, I think that Republicans' reaction to it, by and large, lacked empathy, now people don't people don't criticize Republicans for being pro life. They assume they are. But you can have your belief and communicate it in a way with empathy, with understanding that somebody might be in a different position than you. It doesn't mean that you have to change your opinion, but if you understand, uh, or at least try to understand, and that comes through debate with your family, friends, you know, ministers, people at school, um, if you try to understand the other side, you'll at least be able to communicate your views in a way that doesn't completely turn off the electorate. This was supposed to be a big red wave. Republicans are supposed to, right. you know, in Minnesota, we were supposed to win everything or most everything. That didn't happen. And what essentially that was was the people, you know, the voters, the electorate, they were saying, well, you know what? Democrats did all these things that we don't like, but we still don't trust you. Mm. And the Republicans missed a huge opportunity 
And I think it was because when it came to reproductive rights, when it came to masking, it wasn't necessarily that people disagreed with Republicans 100%, but they didn't mm-hmm. like the way they were saying it. And that's a, that's a lesson that I hope that they're starting to learn. Well, I learned a lot from you today. I am so grateful that you came on this show. Will you promise me that as things happen, um, that as the, the, the swearing in takes place, as we start seeing movement on the Hill and new leaders emerge and old leaders lose power, you will come back and be a regular on this show to keep us informed because I, I've often felt like I don't have eyes and ears there. Um, and somebody that I can call that I trust who can come on the show and explain to me and my listeners who trust me uh, about what is happening and make it plain so that we all understand. I'm your I'm your Bobo. Just make me dance. Okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good to me. Jonathan, lock his number in. He is going to be joining us on a regular basis. He is Brian McDaniel, attorney at Hilden Advocacy and Law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly. 